Hello and welcome to the Big Finish Podcast. Big Finish, the purveyors of fine full-cast audio drama and audiobooks. And you may have heard, we love stories. Doctor Who, Blake Seven, Torchwood, Dark Shadows, Dorian Gray, Sherlock Holmes, Terror Hawks, Pathfinder Legends, The Omega Factor Survivors, The Avengers, Bernice Summerfield, Need I Go On? Well, The Prisoner, actually. Obviously. I do go on about that a lot, don't I? And by the way, my name's Nick Briggs, but that's as maybe. Coming up in this podcast. In a moment, a quick burst of Big Finish news. And we'll also be talking to producer David Richardson about the fourth Doctor adventures. And then we'll step back in time to an entirely random Big Finish release that just happens to be percolating through my mind today. No better reason than that. Since I've been working for Big Finish from the very beginning, my head is just crammed with memories. Not from the very beginning of my life, obviously. That would be just mad. Also, some of you may know that nearly two years ago now, our dear friend and colleague Paul Sprague tragically died suddenly and unexpectedly. It left us and many of you in deep shock. And if I'm really honest with you, I don't think I'll ever get over it. But that's fine. Why should we get over the loss of the valued people in our lives? That's my motto. That's my theory, anyway. It's not a motto. I don't say it every day. Um, so, with joy in our hearts, in the coming weeks, we'll be remembering some of the best Paul Sprague moments from our many Big Finish podcasts. That's a new regular feature of the podcast, by the way. Spragtastic moments. <laughs> And we'll also be giving you a roundup of our latest releases with trailers and clips. And there may even be a few surprises along the way, including our new podcast drama serial, Moonbase Utensil. So, to the news. The latest news from Big Finish is... In a few weeks' time, the next box set of Sherlock Holmes will go in front of the microphones. I'm not at all biased there, because of course I play Sherlock Holmes. It's called The Sacrifice of Sherlock Holmes, and it will feature me and Richard Earle. It will be returning, of course, as Dr. Watson. More news on that in the coming weeks. Also, in case you missed it, the cover for the second Doctor Companion Chronicles release is now on the Big Finish website. Go and have a look at it. It's a beautiful, beautiful piece of artwork by Simon Holub. The Avengers and Mrs. Peel. Yes, you can go online to the Big Finish website and find out more news about that. And, uh, well, here's a little sneak peek at the trailer. The Avengers, the Mrs. Peel comic adaptations, Volume 1. Take a seat, Steed, why don't you? Why, thank you, Mrs. Peel. Oh, what's this? Tales of miserly megalomaniacs, dastardly dressmakers, vicious Vikings and pernicious pipers. Sounds promising. Vikings, you say? You serious about this? Yes, my husband. Ladies and gentlemen. This is the Pfizer's the miser. Welcome to the Glendier. 
I'm Macintosh. The latest short trip has been released, Prime Winner. It's a sixth Doctor story, read by the rather wonderful Nicola Bryant. I'm not a silly teenager anymore. And for those of you who can't wait until next January for the second volume of The Prisoner to be released, well, first of all, you do have to wait until then. But over the next few months, I'll be writing um, some sort of blog entries about the production process of the second series of The Prisoner. And the first uh, Nick's notes is available on the site now in the news section. The news story is called The Prisoner Volume 2 Nick's Notes. And of course, some news that would have come out a little bit before the release of this podcast was concerning the Diary of River Song. But um, have a look at the news section for that. So now, time to contact David Richardson to find out about the Fourth Doctor adventures. As if I didn't know all about them myself. Actually, he knows a lot more than me. Uh, let's see. Uh, try uh, FaceTime. This should work. Or it could be a podcast disaster. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, hello. Hello. So, David, thanks for joining us on the podcast. When I say us, I mean me. <laughs> David has just put his lovely dog, Elliot, right in the camera. So, <laughs> so that's all I can see. It's, people are just going to think we've made Elliot up because he's very quiet, isn't he? Well, actually, I'm, they. they I'm sure they will see him because he's on the River Song photos that are going up. <laughs> Ridiculously, I know. I'm so embarrassed. Alex Kingston You're not, just you grabbed love it. him. I did. I didn't. It's nothing to do with me. Alex Kingston just grabbed him and oh. <laughs> had him in the photos. So, how lovely! We've got a big Finnish um, mascot. We have, haven't we? Yeah. And I thought that was Joe Smith. <laughs> <laughs> So, David, uh, uh, as part of these uh, new uh, superb, amazing podcasts, our first interview is with you. It is. So, can I just say, what are you? You're sitting inside a wardrobe or something. There's kind of all rails of clothes. Are you in the cupboard? <laughs> this is people are going to be saying this every time I interview them. Uh, yes, I'm behind. Do carry on. I'm behind. I'm on the way to Narnia, as I keep telling people. I'm, I'm behind. I'm behind some clothes. Sounds like a euphemism. Nick Briggs is on the way to Narnia. I'm behind some clothes rails in my bedroom. It's uh, it's nice sound insulation. Uh, okay. That's that's my wife's outdoor coat. Not many people wear coats indoors, I suppose. Except me, I'm wearing a jacket at the moment because I'm absolutely freezing. And I know, weirdo. I'm getting a bit overheated now. So, uh, David. Yes. These, they're Fourth Doctor adventures. What's going on for anyone who hasn't um, hovered over them with their mouse on our website? Um, What's going on at the moment with the Fourth Doctor adventures? It's kind of, it feels like they've got a new level of excitement to them all over again because, of course, for the first time, uh, Lala Ward has joined them as Romana. Um, and that's given us a totally different dynamic to play within the characters, but also a totally different tone to the scripts. So I felt the excitement doing them. The listeners seem to be really excited by the stories. And we've had fabulous feedback to the first two, which were Wave of Destruction and Labyrinth of Buddha Castle. Um, and the rest of the series has got some really spectacularly strong scripts. I mean, I think John Dorney's Drax story. Oh, yeah. 
is just superb. We've got the one. We've got the return of Cuthbert at the end, haven't we? Which ties into the the Mary Tam Romana series we did. So um, yeah, it, it seems to have um, burst into into excitement with a with a new start. Wave of destruction. The best in British radio, Frederick. A modulated frequency wave cancellation signal detected. A modulated frequency wave cancellation signal. Modular frequency what? You think we should find whoever transmitted the signal? That would be very clever. Ah, but Doctor, you are very clever. And the trouble with Drax, that's the name of um, John Dorney's script. Yes, the trouble with Drax is... It's a character called Drax who was in the Armageddon Factor, who's a Time Lord... A sort of East End <laughs> spiv type character <laughs> who happens to be a Time Lord who's uh, up to lots of dodgy deals and he was he was great in the Armageddon Factor um, and we did actually write the Trouble with Drax with Barry Jackson in mind hoping he'd reprise the role but um, very sad he he fell ill and um, he died unfortunately so uh, we 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 forged ahead and um, we've got. Um, Totally different drags this you're time. Being, you're not letting on too much, are you, about this? Are you being no, secretive? It's, 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 a, it's a really lovely, surprising, beautiful script. <laughs> he won't be drawn. <laughs> I, listen, I know all about it. I directed it, but I shan't give anything away, David. <laughs> Go on, then. No, 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 it's fine. No, keep it tantalised. Tantalise, I say. I mean, this time around, we've got Ray Brooks playing Drax and uh, he's lovely but also, and also spectacular guest cast because John Chalice is in it um, we've got Miranda Raisin Hugh yeah. Fraser yeah. I mean just a lineup like that I mean, to me is just you know, it's breathtaking yeah it was lovely lovely to work with yeah Ray Brooks who um, for years was a big star on the BBC in a series called Big Deal was that called Big yes. Deal? Yeah. where he was a sort big of inveterate deal. gambler and of course, was in the Dalek invasion of Earth, was it? It's a Dalek's invasion of Earth, twenty one fifty A.D. Of course, yes, the um, best movie ever made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that film. I watched it with my son the other night, actually. Yeah, all the way through, he loved it. Oh, um, so yes, there's, a, um, there's a, a lovely Alan Barnes script called Gallery of Ghouls, which um, guest stars Celia Imrie who we love at Big Finish. Oh, we do. spectacular actress and a spectacular human being as well. Um, And uh, a big two-disc story from Johnny Morris called The Paradox Planet and the Legacy of Death. There's something in the time vortex. TARDIS sensors detect another vessel approaching rapidly. What? Sensors indicate vessel is on a collision course. Which is... uh, Johnny... Um, the, the getting in the mindset of writing a, a Douglas Adams type story, so um, lots of different flavours and types of stories within the series, um, and yeah, I just can't wait to hear them all. And Cuthbert, of course, as you say in the last two, written by me, um, uh, and um, the the character had been introduced, played by David Warner, introduced in the Sands of Life and War Against the Lan in the yeah. series we do with Mary Tam. And of course, it was, it was always planned that we'd carry, that you'd carry the story on, wouldn't you? And we'd mm. do more with Mary, and then just the awful, awful tragedy of her passing away, and we sort of put it on ice for a long time. But then again, we we came back to it with um, Lala. So, uh, and we have fun with Cuthbert and a new Romana. 
and a new Romana. And of course, Do- um, Doric is back, isn't he? Oh, yes, uh, played by Toby Hayek. Cuthbert's yeah, right hand snivelling man, yes. <laughs> and the Lana in it. So lots of threads tie up, don't they? That's true. I'd forgotten about the Lana. I mean, that's the interesting thing. I was looking I love at the way I'm saying all these things about your script. You're sitting there as though it's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done so much since we recorded that. I was, was looking at the. Time ago, I, I, wasn't it? it was. I was looking at yeah. the cover on the website and thinking, oh, this looks rather good. And then thinking, oh, yes, they're in it as well. And oh, there's that, there's that big blue fluffy creature. <laughs> I can't even yes. remember what it's called. But anyway, uh, they're good too. <laughs> <laughs> I've done The Prisoner since then. I can't remember anything except The Prisoner, which, of course, yeah. Celia Imry was in as well. Um, yeah. Now, uh, for anyone who hasn't caught up with the Fourth Doctor range at all, could you just give us a brief whirlwind tour of them from the beginning and maybe pick out some highlights for you? Well, at the very beginning, we, we we started off doing them and we were so thrilled to have Tom. Um, and we're still thrilled to have Tom because he, we've, had, we've had the most glorious relationship with him, don't we, at Big Finish? I yes, mean, he's, yes. He's such a special person, so affectionate and talk, speaks so kindly of us that he's become such a great part of our lives. Um, it's true. And he has he has um, and, and at the very beginning we were so excited we wanted to get back into the frame of mind of those 1977 Saturday tea times so I guess the first series was a bit more traditional wasn't it you know we, we had um, lovely stories we kicked off with Destination Nerva which took us back to Nerva Beacon um, Justin did the Renaissance Man which was a lovely sort of deserted village type story um, and we had the return of the crawls, the return of the master. Um, so that was the series where we we, we and the Daleks, old chap, and the Daleks, of course. <laughs> and that's the series where we reinvented um, the, the Tom's era from '77 with Leela. Um, but when we came to do the second series, and you wrote most of the second series, didn't you? We, we kind of took a step away from that a little bit and started going more towards, I, I suppose, a, a, our own take on our own flavours for the fourth Doctor, which yeah. we've progressed with more and more, I think, as they've gone on, haven't we? Haven't they? Yes, I think that's fair. I mean, it sort of has the the flavour of the original, but then just goes a little bit further. Yes, no, I, I think you're right. You know, I think at the very beginning we were careful not to do things that, that they wouldn't do on television. You know, we wanted to do things that felt right. But I think now... We may be doing things that they wouldn't have done on television every so often. You know, we, we're, we're pushing the boundaries a bit more. Um, and, I, you know, I'm enjoying doing that as well. I think there's been some lovely stories like um, Requiem for the Rocket Man, which you wouldn't have seen on television. But it's, I, it's a very special story for me. I mean, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Crooked Man as well, which was John Dorney's. Which is really utterly t- terrifying, isn't it, actually? Yeah, it's very moving as well. I mean, yes. really touching. Once upon a time... What? I... Such a shame. I... Please! Don't worry. This won't hurt a bit. <laughs> Hello? Anyone in? These buildings look abandoned. Everywhere shut. And I could have treated you to some candy floss or enjoyed some rock. How could we enjoy a rock? So there's a lot of my favourite stories are in those Fourth Doctor adventures, actually. There's lots of treats in there. Zygon hunts. We had Zygon. Uh, we did, didn't we? Zygon hunts, yeah. yeah. 
goodness, I enjoyed doing that. This is the planet Garros, by the way. I looked it up before we landed. You have been here before? No, but I've been meaning to visit for a long time. What are you doing on this planet? Just pop by for a look. I've always heard it was rather a lovely spot. Yes, with Michael Maloney playing a very sort of butch uh, military man. Yes. <laughs> I remember he uh, he had lots of scenes where he was sort of riding around on this sort of strange jungle buggy uh, vehicle. And uh, there was lots of, come on! You know, and when, when he'd uh, done one of the big takes, he sort of stepped back for the microphone with his arms out wide as if to say, what do you think of that? <laughs> it was brilliant. when we're making them we laugh so much yeah don't we i mean it's, tom is just so happy doing them yes it's sort of difficult to separate out all the memories do you have any particular favorite memories from the time thi or things that have lodged in your head that sounds like some kind of report of an incident doesn't it something <laughs> something lodged in david richardson's <laughs> head <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think when we of course you weren't even you were on tour so you weren't around when we did it but when we did the Justice of Jalxar yes and Tom yeah, was Jake reunited with Christopher and Christopher Baxter <laughs> them yeah Jago <laughs> Lifer yeah, right Chris around. and Trevor <laughs> Trevor Baxter and Christopher Benjamin for the first time since 1977 and it's just we get it every so often at a big finish that these people who haven't worked together for years collide again decades later and that, that was really magical actually and again lots of laughter and lots of memories but you know there's, there's it's it's hard it's hard to single them out because they're all such lovely days, aren't they? So mm. you know, if they if they all if they not all of them felt special, then you know this is, it's hard finding one that feels special because no, they all do. I agree with you, and and Tom is a sort of um, yeah, quite a. You feel you're in the presence of a legend. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's great. So uh, I was just trying to think of my favourite memories. And uh, actually, uh, because there are just so many with Tom, I can't really pick one out. But uh, um, I was thinking of the post-production. And I've told you this before, haven't I, that uh, with the Dalek contract and the final phase, which are the last two episodes of the series with Mary Tam as Romana, Alistair yeah. Locke's uh, music for that, when I said, you know, I want it as if... Dudley Simpson had uh, done uh, the same sort of same style of music as he did for Genesis of the Daleks, but sort oh. of revitalized it for this. And what Alistair did, it actually sometimes I'm overwhelmed by nostalgia and it reduces me mm. to tears and, and <laughs> listening to it. I mean, and it's so self-indulgent because it's my own work, the story, but Alistair brought it to life. And, and, you know, and all our other people do fantastic work. And Jamie Robertson is doing amazing mm. stuff on it. But there was just something about the way Alistair brought that Dudley Simpson stuff back to life that really... I was back there in my front room as a teenager, tape recording Doctor Who off the telly with a microphone stuck by the speaker. Yeah. You know, it was a real nostalgia moment for me. I absolutely get that because, I mean, I, I don't write, I don't sound design, I don't do the music. So a lot of them are just kind of like magic to me. <laughs> so when, when, these, when these things come in, it's, it's like all these people who are a lot cleverer than I am have done these amazing things. And I, I, I have it all the time. I will sit there and listen to an edit. And it's just, I, I can't believe what people have done with what we've given them. I mean, it's just such an incredible skill. And I, you know, the sad thing is, I think, that sound designers don't get 
enough exposure to the outside world as we because you know because they a lot of the time they're beavering away on their yeah. own in isolation and they don't get the exposure to the listeners that say you and i do which is yeah a- that's true and mind you i say best keep them locked away busy <laughs> well i think that's fair with howard carter i mean we don't, <laughs> you don't let him out do we you? don't want to spoil the magic you know if they if they meet <laughs> other people it might ruin you know they might lose their special powers <laughs> of course your special power that none of us understands really is is actually making it all happen so well done to that i'm sure all the sound designers are sitting there wondering how on earth any of this actually happens you know it's a form of madness. Yes, that's <laughs> what it is. Yes. Now, uh, also, also on yeah. the Tom front, the one thing I would like to mention is the Philip Hinchcliffe. Oh yes, yes. Line that we've been doing because um, we we did one box set which had two stories in it, a big six-parter called Ghosts of Graustad, mm. um, and a lovely historical a pseudo-historical story called um, The Devil's Armada. And Mark Platt wrote both of those and did a fantastic job. They were really, really popular, very successful. Lavender's black, diddle, diddle, lavender's white. When I am queen, diddle, diddle, who'll be my knight? Dr. McDivitt's exhibition of living wonders and curiosities. Uh. Is that something a lady should understand? It's a display of unfortunate physical specimens, otherwise known as a freak show. My gift, gentlemen, it doesn't just heal. It protects as well. Those men who are hunting you, who are they? And we're going back in studio at the end of March, actually, to record another six-parter, um, which, again, Mark has written in in collaboration with Philip. And again, it's a lovely, big, epic, very... It's, it's funny, it's, it's very true to Philip's time on the series, but it, it, he's gone further. So I guess what we're trying to do with The Fourth Doctor, you know, stay true, but break the boundaries a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. So hopefully I'll be able to announce more news about that soon. Oh, I see no title announced yet. Um, Can you give us an exclusive, or is it just too secret? Oh, I could give you the, the, the exclusive. Well, the, the title of the one we're recording is called The Genesis Chamber. Oh, that's a lovely title, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you said that, you see, because Jason Hegelery said to me about the podcast, he said, sometimes I get to the end of the podcast and I wonder, I ask myself, what have I learnt? And there, <laughs> he's, he's learnt The Genesis Chamber. There you are, Jason. <laughs> Write that down in your special book of things you learned today. <laughs> we, 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 we could give something very big away, couldn't we? What's that? Well, that, that, then you'll have the option whether you cut this after I say it. Let's see if you leave it in. We could say that at some point in the future, the fourth Doctor might be travelling with a new companion. Oh, yeah, let's say that. We can't say who they are, but at some point there might be some stories with a companion you've never met before. It's true. <gasps> Exciting. I've read a script. We're, we're recording the first one soon, actually. I, I know. Think. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. We must talk about the casting. Not of that part. We know who's playing that. So we know who that is. <laughs> oh, we know who that is. Oh, anyway, there you are. There you are, Jason Hegelry. Write that down in your book of things you learnt today. <laughs> now, so there you are. That's the fourth Doctor for you. Just wanted to quickly ask you, David, what is uh on your mind at the moment with big finish and that's exciting your molecules well well i mean this will be old news by the time it's out but in 40 minutes we're announcing news about river song 2 
Um, so I can say what that is, can't I? Because yeah. this will go out afterwards. But, but yes, yeah, so we had we had uh, Colin Baker and Sylvester McCoy in the studio together, um, doing a doing a, a box set with uh, with Alex's River Song. That was marvelous. Uh, I was there. Yeah, it was. It was great, wasn't it? Two doctors in one story with River Song. I mean, madness, but really lovely stuff. And. And, uh, and that box set has a script in it by John Dorney, which blew my mind. It's phenomenal. He's John, too talented, isn't he, Dorney? He is. He, he blows my mind just just by existing. Just listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> my head explodes. <laughs> yes, John Dorney will make your head explode. That's uh -huh. another thing for you to write down, Jason. Um, and here's a question you never expected to be asked. What's... Um, agitating your molecules just generally you know in entertainment or something in your life not to do with big finish or is your entire oh. life just big finish well, well you, you can't say elliot to your telly. dog i well no i've been watching um well of course it's my dog but <laughs> um i've been I've, I've just finished watching jennifer jones on netflix oh, the whole series um, yeah because um of course, we worked with David Tennant and David was talking about it. And I thought, oh, this sounds really good. Um, so I actually got Netflix especially to watch it. And it's phenomenal. <sighs> it's super. He's, uh, of course, he's brilliant. We know he's brilliant. Yeah. But I'll say it again. He's brilliant. I mean, it's, it's just, yes. it's really yes. dark and gritty and a very different take on superhero stories. Um, and that got me really excited. And I've just started Sense8 as well. I've only seen the first episode. So... I'm looking forward to delving into that. I like. I haven't finished Jessica Jones yet, but I'm yeah, really enjoying it. It's very disturbing. Mm. Very disturbing. It is very disturbing. Yeah, it's a very different type of role for David as well. I think, which is uh, a really yeah, really interesting thing for him to do. Good mm. on him. I've been watching the Sweeney. <laughs> you're so you're so stuck in 1977 aren't you? <laughs> i can't remember if i've ever said this in a podcast i've certainly said it to you i said to my wife the other day what what is it that really makes me happy when do i look unrestrained in my joy she said when you're watching some rubbish old 1970s <laughs> bit of television <laughs> i'm just i'm the same though because we've just well, we're probably about halfway through the second series but we've been watching all creatures great and small i got this massive box set of all the episodes i just thought you know will this stand up will this and it's it's lovely it's very different from any kind of tv at the minute but it's yeah. just absolutely enchanting and really lovely to see peter in it actually as well yeah it's lovely to vary your diet now and again isn't it yeah as yes. it were yeah Yes, of stuff. So yeah, I do find actually, um, I used to watch old episodes of Doctor Who quite a lot, and I'm not doing that so much now because probably because we're making so much of it. Um, if I'm watching the telly, I tend not to watch Doctor Who much these days. I'm sure that'll change when I retire. I'll go back to an earthly child and watch them all in order. <laughs> so many people have done that. I watched uh, uh, Inferno the other day, so you know. Did you? I love Inferno. Oh, it's lovely. It's so atypical. That's I like those sort of weird stories, you know. Anyway, yeah. uh, David, you may now leave. Thank you very much. Thank you. Say bye-bye, Elliot. Here comes Elliot. Elliot's just in front of the camera and the kind of what sort of expression <laughs> on his face. <laughs> All right. Thanks, David. Cheerio. Bye. Speak soon. Bye. 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 
And there he goes back into the ether, the wonderful David Richardson, who makes everything happen at Big Finish. He's officially called the line producer, but he's creative producer on so many things, including the Tom Baker Fourth Doctor adventures, as well as the Omega Factor and Countermeasures and Survivors. That's a seagull in the background, slightly giving away my location. I'm not actually at sea, honestly. Oh, he's just, he's just calling back. Hello? Didn't you want to do Avengers? I was going to do that on another podcast. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I, I just got my, I got it in my head because I've just been listening to it, you see. So oh. don't worry, we'll do it another day. Lovely. Thanks, David. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Yes, I was going to say, in a future podcast, we'll be talking to David Richardson about the Avengers. Prince Abdul, I presume. I think you are very brave. I know. Ow! Oh, yes, very brave and modest, too, he tells me. My size may be small, but I have... Big plans. I get to live as I have always wanted to live, as a Viking. We've hit something of a snag. Madame Zingara hates snags. She becomes rather unhinged when the bird is even mentioned. <laughs> Oh. I can see we're not going to be friends. Such a fascinating man. And drunk already. Chintin, I thought I'd never drink champagne again. I know. I could see the fear in your eyes. Now, the other day I edited a podcast together all about the return of Sheridan Smith to Big Finish. She's recording a couple of rather lovely short trips for us where she's doing all the voices and the narrating. And uh, as I was putting that podcast together, I was thinking of using music which evoked the old Sheridan Smith, Lucy Miller adventures. So I was able to use some old podcast music, but some uh, a piece of music I found that we used to use for podcasts was some music composed by Andy Hardwick um, for the story Max Warp. And it suddenly got me remembering what a lovely story that was. So here is my randomly remembered uh, old Big Finish story, Max Warp. This is the trailer. <laughs> yourselves in, engage, thrust, and prepare for Max Wall. You are one rubbish date, Doctor. What? This. It's all boys with toys, isn't it? Boys with toys? All right, middle-aged blokes with spaceships. Altitude 800 miles, 600. Are they trying to start a war? President Palmer. They are great little gadgets, aren't they? Calculating. There are spaceships, and there are spaceships. Help! Help! There is no way out. What, no escape pods? What sort of spaceship do you call this? And then there are spaceships. Who's the guy with the ball patch and the tight jeans? It's beyond that now. The kids will interpret this as an act of war. I'm going to get the doctor. He'll know what to do. Oh, my God. I never thought I'd hear that again. What is it? A battle readiness alert means only one thing. We're at war. Don't worry about me. Go, go. Ah, that brings back memories. We had such a fun time. It was directed by uh, Barnaby Edwards, written by Jonathan Morris. And um, I think it's fair to say that it's a bit of a pastiche satire on uh, Top Gear, a programme you may have heard of. Featuring Graham Garden, not Top Gear, uh, Max Walt. Featuring Graham Garden, um, perhaps maybe in a role similar to Jeremy Clarkson's? I don't know, maybe. James Fleet playing a sort of James May. 
and Duncan James from Duncan from Blue, as as he's universally known, appearing as someone called Timbo. I wonder who he was meant to be. Anyway, he has a terrible accident right at the beginning of the story. It got great reviews at the time, including um, this is classic Jonathan Morris, which means it's smart and genuinely funny in Doctor Who magazine. And they made it pick of the month. How about that? I wonder who wrote that review. Well, I don't know. Reviewers' names, they just fade into the dust. Still, lovely to have a good review. Graham Garden is as much the star of this episode as Paul McGann and Sheridan Smith and gives a great performance. More like this, please, said Total Sci-Fi. Whatever happened to Total Sci-Fi? I don't know. I've, I've never seen it, have you? Anyway, that's the little reminder for Max Warp. It's available on the site, he said, plugging away like a good one. Um, uh, I'm not going to tell you the price. Go and have a look. Uh, yeah, for download and CD. Hello, it's Hello, Mar- Nick. It's March <laughs> 2012. And this is the Big Finish Podcast. Oh, Time now for our random and hopefully rather lovely spragtastic moments where we remember our old colleague Paul Sprague and his many wonderful uh, contributions to the Big Finish podcast. <laughs> we were talking about how it went smoothly with that, David. There was an example of the problem we can have. <laughs> I think, you know, I think people probably mistake us for a jolly gang, you know, and actually all we're doing is sitting here trying to sabotage each other. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm Nick Briggs. You are? <laughs> I don't know where to come in now. I'm just with you. We have no how, argument on it's that. It's like score. trying to you, do a home movie with your awkward uncle, isn't it? <laughs> that was David Richardson over there. Hello, David. Hello. Hello, I'm Paul Sprague because I'm <sighs> quite capable of introducing myself. And this is Bob. No, that's you hitting the door frame. Let's move on. <laughs> How dare you deny the existence of Bob? My psychosis <laughs> may just tip me over the edge. Okay, okay. now then. Very much a Bob <laughs> just agnostic. Repeat everything I say, David. Yes. Oh, you didn't. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have a glass of water. Hey, if you can do Bob's voice while you're drinking that, <laughs> there could be a whole new career ahead of you. <laughs> and there we have it. Thanks to Paul. Uh... You know, people used to be very nice about uh, the podcast and and Paul and I working together, Paul, David and I and Paul and other people uh, and I working together on the podcast. And um, it has to be said that uh, mainly whatever entertaining or entertainment value came out of it was entirely due to the fact that Paul just used to irritate me and I used to just get cross with him, which he found really funny. And it seemed to somehow work. It's... uh, it's very difficult to define success, isn't it? But uh, I, I look back on those times with great fondness and still miss Paul very much. More spractastic moments in the next podcast. Time now to talk about the latest releases from Big Finish. First up, Karnaki, the Ghost Finder. Here's a little sampler of that. I should think I had watched for about an hour and a half when, suddenly, I heard a faint noise away up the corridor. I was immediately conscious of a queer, prickling sensation about the back of my head, and my hands began to sweat a little. 
The following instant, the whole end of the passage flicked into sight in the abrupt glare of the flashlight. There came the succeeding darkness, and I peered nervously up the corridor, listening tensely, and trying to find what lay beyond the faint glow of my dark lamp. Which now well, there you are, there's Dan Starkey trying to scare us all to death with that. Karnaki the Ghost Finder, that's available now. Also available now, ooh, Vienna, yeah. This is the third series. Hello, hello, hello. Oi! What's all this in? Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. I have a secret. Vienna Salvatore. I used to be somebody else. Known to have worked previously as an assassin for hire. I used to dream about an impossibly glamorous lifestyle. My dreams came true. Mission recordings accepted as proof of assassination, Miss Salvatore. When I found the best possible you. What's going on? Oh, you know, we were feeling a bit paranoid and turning on each other. You know, like you do when there's a massive external threat. Run? Good plan. You're quick, you might manage to shoot this idiot before I do. Now that you know my secret, you can become the person you always knew you could be. Make your dreams a reality. Make impossibly glamorous possible. That is sounding absolutely fantastic. If you've not caught up with Vienna yet, that's the third series. Go back and buy series one and two. But series three is available now. Also, this is really good. I've really enjoyed listening to this. Cardiff Council Planning Department and the desk of Roger Pugh. I can't take your call at the moment, so please leave your name and number and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Torchwood. More than this. Miss Cooper, I can't simply abandon my office and go gallivanting off with you. There is due process and procedure to a planning application. Who do you think you are? A woman who cuts through due process and procedure. Want to help save the world? What? Get in. Most people just assume I'll do whatever they say. They beat you into submission with their self-importance. Leaving no room for discussion. Give her a due, Miss Cooper. Gwen, wasn't like that. Now, where did I... Keep your eyes on the road, uh, woman! Fine, fine. If it will make you more comfortable, then you can get the temporal anchor from my back. Temporal what? You see Eve Miles being absolutely brilliant in Torchwood make sure you catch up with that all our Torchwoods are brilliant and that one I particularly loved coming soon from Big Finish Productions whilst cleaning silverware one must not be overzealous each time a knife fork or spoon is polished a little of the surface is removed Doctor Who Aquitaine Doctor? Doctor are you there? Doctor! It's nothing to do with the TARDIS, it's a distress signal. Well, aren't you gonna answer it? That's what I've been trying to do. Just need to lock onto the signal! No one sleeps on the HMS Aquitaine tonight. The lights of a thousand galaxies twinkle in the infinite darkness outside. It's worse this time, more violent. Tegan, hold on to something! I take back everything I ever said about your driving! 
There is no such life sign now. Your friend is gone. If there's no one else here, then what was that? Merely one of the voices, miss. Voices? You didn't say anything about voices. Are you saying this ship is haunted? Who are you? What do you want? Please! So yes, there you have it, Doctor Who Aquitaine in the Doctor Who main range. Also, you can select uh, your various Doctors from the Doctor Who main range, Peter Davison and Colin Baker and Sylvester McCoy, and they can be found in their own collected ranges. Does that make any sense? Hopefully we'll establish uh, subscriptions for each each individual Doctor in the coming months. Hopefully before the end of the year. Well, it all depends on a bit of website development. As you probably noticed, we do release quite a lot of things every month. And um, while we were talking about the Fourth Doctor earlier, here's the Labyrinth of Buddha Castle available now. Loading action seems good. Hope they don't lock up like the. Kovach! These caves have been commandeered by the military. Identify yourself immediately or face arrest. Wonderful, wonderful Budapest. You could hum the Blue Danube if you're looking for a tune. That flows right through here. You'll be telling me next that Budapest's a good place to buy tulips. It may not have escaped your notice that we have embarked on some adventures with the War Doctor starring John Hurt. Well, the first box set came out last year. Second box set, I click too rapidly on the website. Infernal Devices, yeah, that's out now too. you sending me? The War Doctor. Infernal Devices. This world is claimed by the Time Lords. In the name of Gallifrey! Sing, muse of that resourceful man who wandered far and wide after he had sacked the sacred citadel of Troy. Many were the men whose cities he saw and whose ways he learnt. Yea, and many the woes he suffered in his heart upon the seas, striving to preserve his life and bring his companions home. But though he desired it sore, his companions he saved not. Are you there? Anyone? I see your people approach. I see their aura. They are permitted. Knowledge of the experiments must remain secret. The War Doctor there, Infernal Devices. And as mentioned in this podcast previously, the short trip prime winner. I didn't mean it. But sometimes it's not easy to... That, that is, I'm not a silly teenager anymore. You know? At least I don't think I am. Oh, it's so difficult to tell living in a time machine, but I certainly don't feel like one. Except when you treat me like one, that is. And you haven't even mentioned my... Don't forget it. She suddenly realized that she was on the verge of tears. Now she felt completely ridiculous and unable to look the doctor in the eye. Suddenly, one of the doors hissed open behind them. 
and the sound of chatter and footsteps floated in from beyond. I'm sorry, Doctor, she said quietly. Prime winner, one of our short trips range. A rather nice way to get a, a nice quick snippet of Doctor Who, if you're in a bit of a hurry. They're usually round about the half an hour mark, and they're really rather reasonably priced at two ninety nine. Anyway, before we go, uh, time just for one last item, and that is uh, the uh, previously mentioned special podcast drama series, Moonbase Utensil. Um, I'm going to uh, be speaking now to... Uh, it doesn't actually feature in this podcast, but I'm going to be speaking now, hopefully, to the uh, writer and director and producer. And it also appears, I think, uh, Donald... Sanderson um, should be on the line. Hello, hello, hello. Sorry. Could you just tell us something behind the format and the unusual title, a moonbase utensil? I I think uh, I I think we have to abandon that item. Something. I don't know. Something. Something funny happened there. I'm I'm sorry, Donald. Can you? Yeah, I think we we'll have to leave that. Okay, um, well, that's just about the end of this podcast. Uh, just time for me to um, let you know something about the next podcast, in which I'll be talking to Scott Hancock, writer, producer, director. Uh, he does a bit of dialogue editing as well, you know. Um, and we'll be talking about the series Dorian Gray, which has done really well, and we're really proud to have done it on Big Finish. Uh, the end is nigh for Dorian Gray, or is it? Can we persuade them to do more? I hope so. Anyway, uh, Scott will be giving us a guide through the series for those of you who've never heard it before and also reliving some past glories for those of you who already love it and uh, some little teaser clips from what's coming in the future. Anyway, that's all the time there is now from me, Nick Briggs, uh, waffling on, talking rubbish. Thank you, goodbye, and uh, you'll hear from me next week. And don't forget, if there's anything you want to contact us about at the Big Finish Podcast, please do email us at podcast at bigfinish.com. That's podcast at bigfinish.com with any comment you like. Maybe you want to complain about the theme tune being the blooming prisoner theme, or maybe you just want to write in and tell us what you think about the latest Big Finish releases, or anything you like. And don't forget, there will be some competitions coming up in the following week.